the New Zealand Tech Podcast, brought to you by Guerrilla Technology, proactive and strategic IT. Greetings and welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Spain. Well, this week we've got a bit of a different episode. I was uh, thinking about who I would like to invite on this episode. And I thought, let's do something a little bit different we have, haven't have done before. So, your guest and your host this week is me, Paul Spain. So, the reason that I wanted to do that is to talk through some of the things I've been doing over the last few weeks. And also to share some thoughts uh, that I've been having around uh, strategic thinking. And, I guess, uh, the role of the futurist. So without further ado, let's uh, let's jump right in. So first up, um, what have the last few weeks held for for me? Well, uh, for for most people, I guess at this time of year, people have been having a bit of a break, a bit of a holiday, uh, maybe getting out to the beach and so on. Um, there's been a little bit of that going on, but I've also been going through the process of uh, looking for where to live. And so uh, my family moved around a little bit, and we we have uh, I guess enjoyed variety of not uh, not always staying in the same place. Uh, but we got pretty close to buying a house that's uh, reasonably central in Auckland, uh, leading up to Christmas. Now we signed a uh, a sale and purchase agreement, and then uh, as part of that we went through a, a due diligence process and. And that really gave us a chance to just fully evaluate whether this uh, would be the house for us. And I've got to say that uh, there was really one big question mark hanging over this particular uh, house that we were looking at. And that was that we had been staying as a family in a house that had uh, gigabit ultra-fast broadband. And the house that we were looking at only had ADSL less than 10 megabit uh, speed in terms of its uh, its fixed broadband capability and ultra fast broadband at that particular property not due at this stage until uh, mid 2019. Now there are also some things off the building report and other things that um, uh, that got us asking a few questions uh, but it was the the broadband that left me concerned about the ability uh, to really uh, use technology well within the home, uh, work from home, those sorts of things, uh, consuming consuming content, uh, video content, and so on. So you might rightly wonder, what did we decide to do? Selena and I had to choose where we would live for the year, and in fact, we'd been renting a house in uh, in Sandringham in Auckland, which. Great for its convenience to the office, between 5 and 10 minutes away from the office. That was great. But we wanted somewhere a bit more permanent. So ultimately we decided not to go ahead with that house purchase. And what we have decided to do is to move to a property that we actually had had on the market for a number of months. And we didn't end up uh, selling it. So here was this house that was uh, not uh, not tenanted and wasn't sold, and actually a, a house that we uh, we really love. The first house that uh, that we bought, we'd moved else, elsewhere since, and uh, we'd had it rented out. Uh, but we actually really loved this house. And on the plus side was ultra fast broadband 
when we looked online, due February 2017. So a real plus. Now, there is, there is also some other factors here. Uh, this house is a commute from the office of probably at least at least 30 minutes for me. So what that means is I'm committing myself to at least an hour a day uh, in in a car, basically. Now, in terms of go, that's you know a lot more than uh, than double what I have been uh, spending recently in in terms of a commute. But I got to thinking, uh, 2017 for me is a year where I have a lot of things uh, lined up. It's the 20th year of Gorilla Technology, uh, so we've been uh, discussing and thinking about well, what does the next 10 to 20 years uh, look like for Gorilla as a business, and I've also been looking at uh, what we've been doing with podcasting and podcasting uh, New Zealand, and thinking, well, that's something that we would like to do a lot more of, so... Having uh, having a bit of a commute actually not so uh, disadvantageous because uh, I get that time to listen to uh, to podcasts each day and I love listening to podcasts and in fact I've missed uh, listening to as much content um, in recent times because of that uh, that short commute and the commute uh, is is really a time where I tend to uh, take a, take advantage of the opportunity to listen to podcasts so uh, that's a, a little bit of an update uh, from me. On, uh, on on choosing houses the the other things I've been thinking about too around um, around housing and around uh, where technology fits into that picture is that as we move to a world with autonomous uh, vehicles that will have some bearing on where we choose to live because when you don't actually have to put in that uh, that work and that effort to uh, to get through the the traffic, uh, when you can be doing other things while you're in your vehicle other than uh, other than driving, I think that will that will have some sort of an impact uh, on how important it is to be uh, to be super uh, super close to uh, um, between where we live and and where we work. So that played uh, that played partly uh, into into the equation for uh, for me there as well. Now, as part of this thing, moving into uh, moving into a house again, uh, when I first moved into uh, into this particular home uh, over 10, 10 years ago, we didn't really have a lot in terms of uh, smart home technology. But of course, that's all changed. So. At the moment, I'm going through and just evaluating what are the technologies that I would like to uh, utilize and have within the house in terms of smart home technologies. Uh, at the top of the list for me is the Ring doorbell. That's a, uh, a gadget that I uh, that I really love. Um, some video surveillance cameras as well, and I've been trying out some uh, you know number of those over the over the years. Uh, but I've got one uh, one in particular. Uh, that we've been testing uh, quite recently, uh, which is the Yi Home Camera, uh, which is quite an interesting, interesting uh, little gadget. It's not uh, it's not sold directly in the New Zealand market yet, which is uh, which is a little bit disappointing. Uh, that's what I've been using. Uh, also, more pork from uh, Spark. And what interests me with that is that it's got that three it's got three G or mobile connectivity built into it. Uh, so you don't necessarily have to have an internet connection running for it still to be able to operate and, and alert you to uh, to break-ins. 
Um, but there, there'll be a bunch of other uh, home automation and uh, home technologies that I'll be looking at over the next little while. So we'll, we'll be talking about those on the podcast this year. The other thing I should mention is transfer vans. Now, we talked to uh, to the founder of, uh, of, of transfer uh, vans uh, towards the end of last year. And I thought, well, what a perfect uh, perfect opportunity that I've got is to actually test out the uh, the, the transfer vans uh, service for myself. So I did that, and I can tell you that uh, transfer vans offers an, an Uber-like uh, service for those who are needing to rent a, a van or a truck and and a driver and uh, uh, you know people to actually arrange a. Um, or, or manage the moving of uh, of goods for you. So, uh, to start with, we uh, a few days ahead of our our main move, we rented a a small van uh, via transfer vans, and that came with a driver who basically picked up a bunch of goods for us, put them in the van, and transferred them from uh, from one house to the other, and that helped just us to 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 make a I guess a sort of a soft transition uh, into the new house. And then uh, we went ahead and booked a uh, a truck, and th- it was a reasonably seamless uh, seamless process. Uh, probably not absolutely perfect, but it was it was fair to say we were happy with uh, you know quite happy with the results. So what we did there, we went online and we basically detailed what are the what are all the items that we want moved, and you could choose you know, pretty much uh, anything that you might have. Uh, typically in a house in terms of uh, beds and furniture and so on and you, you just put in a number of look we've got uh, you know four bed frames four mattresses or double mattresses or um, you know etc what you've got in terms of uh, you know sofas and uh, TVs and and, and uh, you know storage cabinets boxes of 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 things that uh, that you need to get from one house to the other and then they come up and give you a uh, give, give you a quote and uh, away we went from uh, from there and we booked that probably oh not too many days in advance um a few days in advance and it uh, it it worked well we had uh, we had booked uh, the truck the truck was probably a bit smaller than we expected so they had to make an extra trip uh, we had booked for a truck a driver and an an assistant so that there were basically two people to be able to carry stuff they sent three and three people in order to do the job quicker uh, worked out well for us in fact we were we were so impressed we gave the guys um, a little bit of a little bit of a cash uh, bonus so. Yeah, we we just we just thought it was uh, it was excellent and you know great to see a Kiwi company uh, that's innovating like this. So I'll be I'll be keen to see how uh, how transfer vans uh, goes and whether they can uh, they can get some traction uh, in the market and uh, and build up that business. Now one other technology that I've been uh, trialing in the in the last year and. Um, and when I call it technology, it's it's a little bit different from uh, from the the usual uh, gadget. I'm I'm talking about the power provider uh, Flick Electric, and basically what uh, what Flick offer is for those with a smart meter, which is a pretty big percentage of the population, I I believe these days, and they they don't necessarily cover all of New Zealand, but they certainly uh, cover a good a good chunk of the country now. Uh, you basically sign up with them and they are indicating that 
on average, people are saving somewhere in the direction of 25% on their power by buying through Flick Electric. Basically, they pass you on power at the wholesale uh, rate at a, any given uh, moment in time. So as prices fluctuate up and down, then you pay those particular prices. Now, of course, there's uh, there's an element in there where uh, they generate some uh, some revenue for providing you the the service, uh, but you know basically you uh, you are getting to take advantage of those off-peak times when uh, when power is actually lower, and you're able to do that because you have a smart meter uh, that is measuring when you use power. Uh, rather than the old school meter that just says you used X amount of power uh, this month, so you can really tie in to uh, when when that power is is, is utilised, which is uh, is pretty fantastic. And you know, I've found the experience to be uh, to be pretty good. Uh, the The main complaint I I guess I had was just uh, with the app, and it's not able to uh, to show you up to the current moment what your billings are because you know the rates can. Uh, can can change and it you know it takes I think you know a few few days for uh, for the for the final uh, figure that you've spent at a given moment to sort of be set and to uh, and to come through the app so that can can be a little bit confusing but you soon get uh, get used to it and certainly paying uh, less for power is is not a bad uh, you know there's not not too much of a downside uh, to it so yeah I found uh, found that experience to be uh, to be pretty good. Um, and just you know, full disclosure, Flick did uh, did set me up with a with a sort of a, an account as someone involved in uh, reviewing technology in the in the media, uh, and gave me uh, a chance to try out their service for six months without cost. Um, so thank you, Flick. That was uh, that was very generous. But it, it was actually a service that was on my list to get around to trying out, uh, and of course, an incentive like that motivated me to uh, to jump on board right away. And uh, and try and certainly uh, very pleased. So uh, you know, go, going forward, I think that will be um, uh, something that makes makes a lot of sense for um, not only myself but uh, you know people generally uh, to be using as these types of services uh, that take advantage of the technology, such as a, as a smart meter to uh, to give you up to the minute pricing rather than with a traditional power company uh, that is, is selling to you at a price where they're confident that they can always make uh, a, a, a nice chunk of, of profit regardless of how the prices fluctuate up and down. Um, you know, of course, with Flick, if the prices were to stay high for a very long time, uh, you could be on the, the negative side and losing out. But, uh, you know, most of the time, the rates are uh, are very very good and uh, and very reasonable, so it, uh, it you know it's it's pretty good. And you can of course also choose to use things like a uh, a dryer or or use electricity when you see that the rates are, are lower. Uh, and so there's an incentive to uh, to think about uh, what is the impact of of uh, of your power usage from a monetary perspective. And their app also you know highlights. Uh, the impact from an environmental perspective by giving you an indication of uh, of how New Zealand is being powered at that particular time, whether it's you know by whether there's a you know how much percentage of the power being generated uh, is through things like uh, coal or whether it's from renewable sources. So um, yeah, quite uh, quite helpful in terms of considering considering the environment there too. All right, so. Uh, 
So that's probably enough on the uh, on the home front. Um, if you are interested in that, I've uh, I interviewed Steve O'Connor, who's uh, CEO and uh, uh, founder at uh, at Flick Electric on the New Zealand Business Podcast. Uh, so that might be an episode. Uh, of interest to listen into. Uh, also this week on the New Zealand Business Podcast, uh, an interview with Michael uh, Buckley, uh, who is from Accenture uh, Interactive. And uh, yeah, quite an interesting uh, chat with him. And, and we chat through a, a, f- a few sort of um, things on on how uh, how technology is uh, is impacting uh, that the uh, the digital world and businesses. And really, thoughts uh, thoughts there on user experience and how you know important that is for uh, for organisations to uh, to create create a great user experience for their uh, uh, users of their their apps and uh, and so on. Um, right, so that sort of uh, I guess wraps up my home chat. The other thing I wanted to uh, talk about is something I've been uh, I've been pondering a bit lately, and I've been you know I do a, a bit of public speaking and and go and speak uh, sometimes to the leadership teams of organisations and to boards and and uh, and the like. And over the last year, I've been uh, sharing a fair bit around where I think uh, technology is leading us in in, in a few areas. And I've probably discussed one or two of them on uh, on the New Zealand Tech podcast uh, over time. Uh, one of those is where where I think we will be uh, in a few years when it comes to our audio uh, consumption. And I guess I've 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 painted this picture a few times, so uh, forgive me if you've you've heard it before. Um, but you know, but I look forward, say, uh, you know, four or five years, and you know, we don't always know exactly when these technologies are going to land. But it won't be too far off before you know many of us are, uh, are jumping into a vehicle that is able to uh, to drive it drive itself, an autonomous vehicle of of some uh, sort, in the not too uh, not too distant future. Um, you know, personally, I've uh, I've gone ahead and, and put down a deposit on a uh, on a Tesla uh, Model Three, and um, you know, my my expectation with that is that that uh, you know won't won't be too far off before it becomes fully autonomous. Certainly, Elon Musk has been you know talking about that happening sometime over the next five years or so. Um, you know, we we will see how autonomous it can uh, these vehicles can be on New Zealand. Uh, Roads, but I, you know, I see uh, that if we if we look forward, let's say five years, um, your commute to work might involve uh, sitting in some form of autonomous uh, of autonomous vehicle, and then, you know, we've seen this move to uh, to to artificial intelligence and and machine learning and uh, you know very uh, very personalised content when we're. Uh, when we're browsing our social networks and so on, now you know a lot of these things aren't that great, but some of some of them work well. And uh, you know, my my picture there around uh, around uh, audio, for instance, is that we we will uh, you know maybe when we jump into that autonomous vehicle in the morning, we will uh, have an experience that's uh, somewhat different to what we have today. Now you know, for me, I can imagine I would I'd maybe like a, a couple of minutes of uh, of news headlines. You know, regardless of what time it is. But just that those things are, uh, uh, are shared with me in an, in an audio uh, in an audio context, uh, potentially in a video uh, type view as as well. 
uh, as I'm on that commute to work, whether that's in an autonomous vehicle or uh, you know maybe I'm sitting on a bus. You know the the experiences should be very similar uh, regardless of where where you are um, because of the personalised uh, technology that we have, the personal assistants that are uh, that are now becoming built into. Uh, uh, into our mobile platforms and, and available to be added on to uh, to our mobile devices. So you know, I can imagine this, this situation where uh, where I get a little bit of an update on the news if I haven't already heard it sometime uh, before leaving home or, or what have you. Um, and then there'll be other content that we mixed in. It might be a reminder of things that I've got coming up uh, on my agenda that day. Uh, then maybe a, a podcast that uh, that I enjoy listening to. Uh, a bit of a mix of, of music could be in there and really I think you know th- these experiences will be totally uh, totally customized to uh, to to the individual and you know for those who are, who are keen to uh, experience new content uh, maybe your digital assistant will be uh, finding you content that uh, possibly sh- friends have, have shared that uh, would be of interest or possibly things that have been uh, shared by by others more more broadly, uh, but fit into categories and, and areas that your assistant has learned are, uh, are generally of of interest to you. So, you know, I think we, we will uh, we will find that uh, that the time that we make available for uh, for listening to content, uh, you know, will will be maybe more valuable than what it has been in the past. Whether it's more productive because we're le- we're learning a whole lot, we're we're listening to content that will teach us. Uh, or maybe it's more entertaining, uh, depending on what we want and what sort of content we want to uh, to consume. And uh, so, you know, that's just a, a little view in on uh, on some of where I see things going uh, from an audio context. But you know, as we, as we look around our our lives and we look around uh, the way technology uh, is impacting things and is expected to impact things, when we hear a, a lot about automation. And there's uh, the discussion of uh, you know a, a universal wage and of uh, uh, automation and, and robots uh, t- you know taking a lot of jobs away, maybe creating a lot of uh, unemployment. There's certainly a lot of fearmongering around those sorts of things going on. And what that's uh, you know left me with is is a thought that uh, as as individuals, as those with uh, with an interest in technology, but not just those that that naturally have uh, an interest in technology, um, but but all of us, I'm starting to think that we all should be futurists. And if you uh, if you look up what a what a futurist is, it's a person who studies the future and makes predictions. Uh, about it, uh, you know, based on based on trends, and I, and I and I guess for me, I see that um, you know, being a futurist is is uh, is something that we all should be at least some of the time, and uh, really, it relates to being strategic to it. It's taking that longer term view, thinking about where where technology should uh, should take us, but. Uh, yeah, my encouragement is to uh, to listeners of the New Zealand Tech Podcast is to is to really be uh, thinking ahead, and I'm sure most most of you are. Um, but I think if we put the same sort of um, energy into into our uh, for, forward into our uh, future looking uh, thoughts, um, you know, some of the challenges that uh, that we're hearing about that technology could bring. Um, will be able to be solved in, in good and appropriate ways and uh, um, we will be able to come up with things that have a positive impact um, on our own lives, uh, on the lives of the, on the, the lives of the organizations that we work in 
uh, and our country. So, yeah, I think there's uh, there's plenty of good stuff ahead, but uh, we've got to uh, we've got to uh, look up and 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 look ahead. And I've certainly been doing a lot of that over the um, over the recent uh, recent you know few months. Uh, both with with my own business, and I mentioned Gorilla Technology. This is our twentieth year in 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 business. Um, so I've been thinking around. Well, what does the next ten to twenty years hold? What would a, a technology uh, a technology services firm look like in ten or twenty years? Will we still need to uh, uh, maintain s- systems in the in the ways that we have done in previous years? And that's certainly something that's uh, that's uh, that's evolved a lot. And uh, um, in, in recent times, a, a bigger and bigger part of my role uh, is advising people on strategy and, and helping them to, uh, to, to think ahead in terms of how their businesses uh, should be changing, should be innovating, uh, what digital transformation looks like uh, for them. And so, you know, for me, all of these, all of these things, uh, you know, keep bringing up that thought of, of, uh, of being a futurist and that uh, that need to uh, to be forward looking. So I don't know where you sit and uh, you know wh- what you do, but listening into this show, you've obviously got some uh, some uh, interest in in tech. Um, I would love to hear from listeners about their thoughts of uh, whether it's where where you are uh, now in terms of uh, business wise. Um, from a futuristic perspective, where maybe you think your um, uh, your business is going, if you've got thoughts on what uh, automation and robotics will uh, will do in terms of their impact uh, on uh, on the economy, on uh, our working lives, whether we're all going to be working uh, five hour uh, uh, or four hour work weeks in uh, in the future, uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be funded. By the uh, by, a few big uh, big companies that pay uh, pay huge taxes. Um, I'll be very interested to uh, to hear perspectives. So, yeah, if anyone wants to uh, wants to get in touch, I would absolutely love that. Uh, we might read some of those things out or, or share them on the podcast for those that are uh, uh, that are happy with that. Um, but you know, these these things are are of a lot of interest to me, and uh, um, I am I am keen for uh, for new perspectives. Uh, you know, particularly as I. Uh, uh, you know, prepare for this this year ahead uh, within the, the the world of podcasts and uh, within the world of uh, of technology and and public speaking and consulting and so on uh, that I do. So um, so feel free to get in touch. You can email me paul at spain nz is my uh, my direct email, and of course you can hit me up on the the usual social media channels at paul spain on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash paul spain. Uh, and Paul Spain on uh, LinkedIn as well. So um, yeah, thanks everybody for uh, for listening in. That's been that's uh, been our um, uh, special little uh, or my special uh, solo episode. Uh, we might do another one again at uh, at some stage. Hope uh, hope you've enjoyed it, and we'll be back uh, to our usual format of discussing the news of the week and so on uh, again next week. So thanks everyone for uh, for listening in, and we'll catch you again then. And if you want to uh, want to keep in touch and hear a bit more from me, then you can uh, you can sign up for my email updates, uh, paulspain.com, and they'll be uh, they'll be kicking in shortly with uh, with pretty regular updates uh, coming in this year. All right, see ya. The New Zealand Tech Podcast, brought to you by Gorilla Technology, proactive and strategic IT.